we had a lot more time, we would probably really go for that. Oh, it's recording? Yeah, so... Do you want to do the intro or should yeah, I? Yeah, I'll intro and just ask a couple things. All right. Three, two, one. Well, day one of the... Okay, ready? You've messed me up. Ready? Three, two, one. Well, day one of the IAPA... Right. You want me to do the no, intro? No, I'll, I'll do it. Right, man. Ready? Day one of the IAPA Expo 2022 is in the books. And Ryan, what were your thoughts on the first day, what we got to see here? Well, IAPA is always a magical time seeing everybody come together. We saw some really cool things today. We saw some train reveals. Uh, we saw some new technology. We saw some cool ride concepts. What were some of your favorite things, Don? I like the train reveals, you know, with, with the lead cars. I thought, uh, you know, that was really fun. And just the reaction from uh, the reporters, but also you know the, the roller coaster fans, the enthusiasts for the industry, and that that were here, um, all of them were very well received. Yeah, I agree. I agree. We had uh, Zambezi Zinger, we had uh, the Wild Mouse that's going to Cedar Point with their cheese car, um, and then uh, we had the launch coaster from uh, Zamperla. That was big too. That was that was a really big surprise. You know, it's got those lap bars that are kind of similar to mock ride lap bars. Yeah. So I really enjoyed that. It was a big awe moment because it's one thing to see a concept, it's another thing to see in person. Would you agree with that? Yes, and then we also had the uh, Hershey Park Wildcat Revenge, uh, that coaster uh, lead car reveal. I thought that was really cool, how the front of that train looks. It is, that would give me nightmares if I was a little kid. That is so good looking. A big scary bear with like its claws and stuff out. That's so neat. Um, yeah, so great day here so far um, and we've still got two more that we're going to be in attendance so this is day one and this is going to be the day one special you know uh, we'll, we'll put this up online and everything um, you know obviously you want to tweet at us at attractions underscore grp and let us know if you have any questions for any industry people or anything you particularly want to see or any content or uh, you know times to go live that that would obviously be good but um, so what else did you see, Don? What else did you see that you liked? You know what I really liked too was just looking at the uh, abundance of, of flat rides, uh, you know, the go-kart racing, you yeah. know, the different uh, cars for that. Uh, there was a, a trackless train that they have. I've, right. I've seen one of those down at Pigeon Forge, you know, in action. Um, but that's a really cool concept. Love it. Wish I could buy one myself and just drive it around the neighborhood. Uh, but just so Nothing's much to you. see here, <laughs> and, but also a lot to do. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I agree, and um, I, I think that that was my first time seeing a Zamperla a Nebulizer, I think they call it, in person, and those rides look impressive. You know, it looks like it's going to crash into itself, it goes through, and by the time I would put the B-roll, but just look it up on YouTube, honestly. Um, that, I think that's really cool. Um, additionally speaking, uh, we, we got to see a lot of industry friends that we some did. we hadn't met in person yet. Uh, you know, Matthew Miller, we put up a video of his. Uh, it was great to meet him in person. We got we just got done speaking with Jeff Pike and Dan Peak of uh, you know Skyline Attractions, Tyler Mullins of Skyline. Um, you know we haven't made our way over to our friends at the Gravity Group yet. We'll probably do that tomorrow. Yeah, we're gonna have Michael Graham on later this week as well too to talk about uh, all that's new with the Gravity Group. Uh, also, uh, Arthur Levine, uh, he's got the, the popular blog out there. Uh, he all about theme parks. He will be joining on us on a future podcast. We're looking forward to that. Uh, but like you, you know, you mentioned just so many industry friends here, and uh, you know it's always fun too. You know, you mentioned Tyler Mullins with right. uh, Skyline Attractions. You know, here's a kid that started out as a seasonal associate, 
uh, you know, at Kings Island. I remember him working uh, the Adventure Express, but to see where he's come, you know, right. now he's designing rides and things. Right. Uh, you know, that that's a thrill down here too, as well, for me to see. You know, someone that was 15, 16 years old with an interest in the industry. They start out working rides, and here they are designing rides. Right. Yeah. He came in the same class as him. Paul Bonifield, who also is a full-timer in the industry doing graphic design for Cedar Fair, a good friend of ours. Uh, and then there was a third one, I can't remember who it was, but they're, they're also, I think that they, they're in some sort of operations for Universal or something. Yeah, that's neither here nor there. Nonetheless, what a tight group of people. Um, you know, uh, awesome to see some people. We saw Gary Slade from Amusement Today. Amusement Today, exactly. You and know. Uh, John Robinson, Amusement Today. I mean, just so many people down here. Uh, that uh, you know, we talked about coming down here for weeks on the podcast, right? And uh, you know, for finally to be here uh, for me, you know, not only met the expectations that I had coming into it, it exceeded it. I mean, it was just a phenomenal first day, right? Yeah, you know, and I mean, if you have the opportunity to come down here for IAPA, you just have to. It's so incredible. Um, I think the thing that's really impressive is um, where the markets are. Um, the thing that impressed me the first time I ever came down was that I thought that almost everything would be rides. I thought this was a ride convention. It's really not. I mean, it's probably 20 to 25 percent rides, and that's of a huge convention. So there's a lot of rides here, but there's a lot of like, arcade games. You know, uh, right behind the camera, there's a plush outlet. You know, that's where companies buy plush. There's carpeting for arcades. There's mini golf, all sorts of stuff. What was your favorite non-ride thing that you saw? You know, across from the booth here, we have uh, synthetic ice. Right. Uh, you know, that you put in the, the different parks and things. Some of the warm weather climates that might want to have like a winter event. Uh, or indoor. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, it, it looked, uh, you know, and felt uh, like real ice. You know, the, they had a couple of skaters demonstrating. And, uh, you know, I, I spoke with them about just the differences. You know, obviously they're very, you know, accomplished, uh, you know, figure skaters. Um, but just to ask them what they felt the difference in that was. But I, I think that was a cool concept, uh, you know, for me to see that synthetic ice. You ever skated on synthetic ice? I did a long time ago. Um, was not a fan of it. Um, okay. Obviously, you know, just looking at it today, the technology has, has changed dramatically right. uh, from what that was. So, yeah. uh, Were you, you skating know, on like a plastic surface? It was more of a plastic surface. Yeah, that's, but that's you, what but I you did too. couldn't do all the moves that you would yeah. want to make uh, while skating, whether it's figure skating or even like, you know, playing hockey or whatever. But, uh, you know, this one looks like you could do all the moves that you could make on the ice. So I was impressed with that, just the technology and, and how it has advanced from, you know, 30 years ago when I skated on it uh, to what it is today. Yeah, I, I tried it in a shopping mall and I remember um, feeling like the grip, the lateral grip wasn't as good uh, as ice is. But uh, again, technology has been pretty good and this girl's out there doing not like triple lutzes or anything, but you know, um, she was doing spins and all sorts of stuff. And especially when people are coming by to actually look at the product, she was really able to bust out the move. So it, it just shows that it's uh, it's a viable alternative. Yeah, and then technology-wise, you know, a lot of that down here, different uh, things that are going on in that world. One of the things that uh, caught my eye was uh, Beyond Ticketing. We want to check yeah. that out this week while we're here as well. We know what happens with ticketing. We don't know what happens beyond ticketing, though. No, we don't. So it's like the beyond section of Bed Bath and Beyond. Exactly. So yeah, that's really cool. Uh, also, Excesso's down here too, kind of in that same frame. And you know, Excesso, it's it's almost like we were joking, like, oh, they'd be fun to have on the podcast. But the truth is, they probably would be pretty interesting because all the digital stuff runs through them first. They're the gatekeepers. They were the first to have the mobile apps. They were the first to have online ticketing, all that stuff. Yeah, they were, uh, you know, so far ahead of the game. 
you know, when Absolutely. they first came out. And uh, you're right. I mean, they would be uh, fun to have on the podcast. But just so many different things here. Uh, and, you know, you look at it, and we're down to two more days after today. So we have a lot to get in tomorrow, a lot to get in on Thursday. We look forward to bringing you a lot of different stories. Uh, check out our, our Twitter. Uh, you know, we posted several different photos and some videos and things on there, our YouTube. Uh, posted a couple of different things on there as well so uh, we'll really start to stockpile some t things uh, tonight start to put some things together uh, tomorrow we're looking to have you know we mentioned eight to ten different uh, short type interviews right um, but also while we're down here it's not just about what's happening this week we're, we're laying the groundwork to have some really uh, influential uh, guest on the podcast, you know, influential in terms of, of, of who and what they do in the industry. Right. Yeah. And, you know, people that actually do have stroke, uh, people that you can go to with questions as to why things are done industry wide and they would have answers, exactly. you know, because here's the thing, like you can have the spokesperson for a park on and you can say, why does parking cost $25 when it was 25 years ago, you know? Uh, and they can be, they can give you their PR-ish answer. But there are people here, especially, that have no no stro no stroke in it, no 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 skin in the game, as far as that's concerned. And they can tell you that you know there's market demands and stuff like that. So all of that can be very interesting. Um, there's a lot of stuff about uh, you know ride manufacturers announce the things that they're working on from a conceptual standpoint, yeah. um, and that's another thing that we we could really uh, we could really sink our teeth into. Um, you know, we mentioned Skyline Attractions before. They're they're one of the ones that they always have their feelers out. You know, it's every if you don't subscribe to their newsletter, you probably should because every two months or so they're dropping a new product that's really really interesting. Um, they got the Trailblazer. Is that what they called it? Trailblazer. Yeah. So Trailblazer is the adult version of the Paschetti Bowl. So it can uh, it has upstop wheels and stuff. So it's a little bit more extreme. Um, there's uh, I, I tweeted this out on our Twitter. But they have a really cool light package. They call it the Aurora package. Uh, we're going to talk to Jeff and his associates about that, how it works, and um, you know the, the limitations and possibilities of it. Um, so that's really exciting. Uh, as Don mentioned, we're going to have Mike Graham. Uh, he's from the Gravity Group. They did some excellent work for some coasters as far as rehabbing them and uh, coming up with a new precision cut design. So that's very exciting. Um, we're going to talk a little bit more about the Infinity Flyers with uh, Great Coasters International. We actually have an Infinity Flyer here from Zambezi Zinger. Uh, if you check YouTube, there is the reveal on YouTube now. Um, so that train looks amazing. It does. You know. It does. And you know, about these reveals too, the one that I really liked, uh, we'll just say it was kind of cheesy, would, would be the Cedar Point uh, reveal. Uh, for their wild mouse uh, coaster right. coming, but uh, the way that it's going to be with the trains, you know, I was thinking it was just going to be, uh, you know, like mouse and everything like that, but it's going to look like uh, that they're chasing the cheese right. on this coaster. So I think that's going to be a lot of fun. And you know, Ryan, there was, I don't know, 25, 30,000 people here today. We got here early and we had the park way out on the grass uh, to get here, but uh, I'm going to tell you what, nobody was better dressed than we were. I agree. Uh, we got a lot of comments about our Hawaiian shirts. Actually, if you can't see, I don't know if we're going to upload the video of this, to be honest with you, but we're wearing two Hawaiian shirts that are not the same, but so many people have been like, those shirts are so close, but they're not the same shirt, and it's been blowing people's minds. Mine has, like, uh, lay flowers, and Don's has surfboards, so yeah. it's different strokes for different folks as far as the, uh, the Hawaiian shirts are concerned, yeah, but I'll it has you, turned we, heads. We, came, you know? we, were, we were more interested in comfort than style on this trip, that's for sure. Yeah, I mean, and, you know, that's, that's kind of our calling card is the Hawaiian shirts, so you guys will think we're from Hawaii when we're not, you know? 
Um, so a lot of exciting stuff uh, coming down the pipeline. Like I said, uh, you know, this is day one. A lot of it was getting our bearings straight. Definitely check our uh, our YouTube channel to to see what we've done so far and what we're going to be doing in the future. And um, yeah, Don, any final thoughts that you wanted to bring up? Anything neat? Uh, you know what, Ryan? It's been a long first day here. Let's get on to Disney Springs and the polite pig for dinner. The polite pig, and I would be rebuffed if I did not mention that we are within a few hours drive of a Bucky's. Not even a few hours drive, 55 miles away. Okay, so. And I'm gonna be definitely hitting that on Saturday. And uh, you know, you, you can't miss it if you're, you know, it's, it's right down the road, you gotta do it, right? So, you know, like there's a lot of people that keep track of their, you know, their coaster counts and everything right. like that. I'm keeping track of my Bucky stops. Your Bucky stops. Okay. So how many Bucky? Have you only been to the one in Richmond, or have only you been to the other one ones? in Richmond so far? You know, and I'm waiting for the one in Tennessee to open down like uh, Sevierville down yeah. in that area. So I'm looking forward to that opening. Uh, I'm, it's not out of the realm of possibility while I'm in Tennessee over Thanksgiving that it's just a couple more hours away uh, to drive over the border to get into Georgia where there's one. So I might have to add that one to my list. Uh, Thanksgiving. Uh, Your wife is a saint, sir, if she's going to put up with this. <laughs> she's a Bucky fan, too, you know, so uh, she understands it. So, uh, you know, things like that. But, uh, you know, um, just, uh, you know, keep checking out our, our different uh, channels that we have. And, you know, listen to the, the podcast, uh, you know, across all the different, uh, you know, platforms that are out there where you can, can listen to podcasts. And uh, we have a lot of fun and interesting things to share with you over the next couple of days. Yep. So once again, you can follow us on Twitter at attractions underscore GRP. Uh, follow us on your favorite podcast apps, Apple, Google, Spotify, and so on. Um, and then on YouTube. Uh, again, I, I just went live for the first time today. So uh, follow us there. Just search for the Attractions Group Podcast and make sure you like us. You'll get a notification when we go live because um there's a lot to see around here and you know it, we we're not going to take pictures of every booth that wouldn't be interesting but you know going live and you know having people asking me where to go and what to show and stuff was a lot of fun so great way to interact with us so absolutely be following us on there and um god bless bucky's and god bless iapa right all right well until tomorrow for ryan sir i'm don helbig good night all right we'll see you tomorrow with uh, more content and more uh, we'll end the day with the day two IAPA recap, just like today. So thank you so much for listening. Good night. Okay.